Let's talk some sports here. I want to first start with a notification I saw on my phone. Just a quick one here. Brendan McKay being out for the year with a season-ending surgery. So McKay, reason he's notable is because he was drafted as a two-way guy out of Louisville, someone that the Tampa Bay Rays thought could be both a pitcher and a hitter at the major league level. He was brought up through the minors with that intention, and he actually already has a, a major league home run under his belt. And this year, it looked like he was primarily going to be a pitcher and he was slowed by a positive COVID test, so he wasn't really getting off to a great start this year. But it is disappointing now to see him go down and be out for the year, possibly coming back for next spring training, but doesn't look like any sooner. So the reason this stood out to me was because he was basically the only chance we had this year to see a really good two-way star. After Otani went out with whatever he had, whatever he's dealing with in terms of Shoulder, elbow, if, if he is okay, I, I think there's more to it than whatever the initial report says because I don't see why Madden would have left him out there for that long if they didn't see something else. So that that's what Otani's down. He's just hitting now, and McKay was going to be a pure batter. But it's just disappointing to, to see that you know we're not going to have a two-way guy and, and have the game change where we're going to have a lot more flexibility with players and, and just making the game more fun to see guys do both, almost making it more like Little League, where a pitcher can hit, and that's commonplace. I understand at the major league level, these guys are doing max effort reps. You know, each pitch is explosive. You know, they are going all out. If you think about it, they are going from zero to 100. Literally, they are moving their body from a standstill, literally having to come set, to throwing a ball faster than most of us have driven. If you're driving that fast, pushing 95, you should not be driving. But that level of speed, you know, takes a lot of energy. And batting, you know, they have a lot of explosive, explosive energy at the hips and, you know, throwing this really he heavy bat through the zone to hit these 100-mile, 95-mile-an-hour pitches that have crazy movement on them. I'm not discounting that. But for batters... Yeah, there's not too many defensive plays that they that they make in the field, and pitchers they have the five days off in in between rest, and it just seems like it should. There's way too many injuries. The two wave guy, you know, seems like that should be happening. That feels like they should be doing where that you're not doing with this wear and tear. You talk what players talk about. I'm really not seeing where that's coming from. You know, they're not stealing a bunch of bases. There's not a lot of great defensive plays. There's just basically three or four at-bats and maybe one fly ball or ground ball. Pitchers, you throw your start. Relievers, a lot less pitches. So that leads me to think that, they're need, they're, that they are using this wear and tear in practice, in BP, that they are doing so much more than what we are just seeing uh, at the, on the field during game day. And I understand people not wanting to take away batting practice time because then the other team would be having that edge if they could. But I think there needs to be some sort of major league level thing coming down saying, hey, you know, stop working these guys out so much. They're getting hurt. Just don't let this happen. We'd rather have guys, good players that fans can know and actually play and follow along with during the season. If you were a Brendan McKay fan, really looking forward to him you know, keeping track of what he's doing. He's now just out of the baseball picture. He's just gone. He is wherever he'll be rehabbing at a 
doctor's office getting surgery. He is just out of the picture. So when you think of the Tampa Bay Rays, you don't get to think about him. You have to now think about the new AAA call-up guy who maybe lasts a couple games, maybe goes down with an injury of his own. So it feels like that that should be coming on. And I understand all these workouts, you know, it's for the players, but clearly it's not working for seeing all these injuries, what, what's going on. I'm not just talking about McKay here. I'm just talking on the broad level that what you need on game day is not that much and that there should be a lot less injuries happening and that Major League Baseball should take control of that and say, hey, we need our stars healthy. That baseball, yes, it's a marathon, 162 games. It's a long season under, nor- un- under normal times, of course, but we need you guys out there, you know, taking your at-bats being healthy, to be a star that we can recognize so we don't have to have injury replacements and then you lose all that branding. If McKay was a big brand, someone you, you know, fans could love to see sign autographs and you know, do different TikToks or something, you wouldn't get that because he's not physically playing. He's not physically able to stay healthy on the field. So that's where I just, I just wonder these, these workouts that might be doing mo- more harm than good if it's clearly not working, if these guys are getting hurt and need to go on this IL stint. Because it's clearly not in the game where you're only seeing these three, three at bats, you know, the, these 80 pitches, and you have all this other rest. That there must be other things that traditional baseball people say, oh, we just have to do, that are actually injuring these guys and actually hurting them now because they're also explosive. In the past, you know, I remember Brandon Crawford on one of the Zoom sessions. He talked about the biggest thing in the league since he came into it is so many guys now. It's commonplace. For these guys to be throwing 100 miles an hour. There's so many guys doing that. And I think that's adding a lot more wear and tear. And and now when you do more of that, i.e. throwing pens or playing catch, more bullpens, uh, more uh, batting practice uh, for the batters, because everyone's so explosive and it's so good now, adding more on top of that, I think, is in what's injuring these players. So I think there needs to be a lot less. If the guys need to warm up physically to do that, you can allow them to do that. But beyond... Beyond that, I do question how much how much of that batting practice is needed in the name of the health of the players and just allowing them to stay healthy and be there for a full season. So similarly, on, this, on the same thought line there, staying with baseball, there's been a lot of controversy now about the unwritten rules of baseball because last night, Fernando Tatis Jr., he hit a grand slam when the, when the Padres were already up seven runs. They were up 10 to 3. Tatis Jr., one of the bright young stars, someone we talked about last week. Great, great guys. Padres absolutely robbed the White Sox when they traded James Shields to get this guy a few years back. Bright star, leading the league in home runs. Apparently, he missed the take sign from third base coach Glenn Hoffman, and he didn't see the take sign and just was up there swinging, trying to put some more runs on the board. Ended up hitting a grand slam. People were not happy with that. The Rangers manager was not happy with that the next Rangers pitcher that was out there threw behind Manny Machado Ian Gibbert I believe he ended up getting suspended uh Rangers manager also suspended for one game although they are both appealing so they will be eligible to be out there tonight and both were fined an undisclosed amount so that's what happened and yeah this this has been sweeping the baseball news I mean Kapler was asked about on the zoom session today it's all over Twitter. People are tweeting about it. Different players are saying different stuff. And it's just, it just seems like a goofy thing for, for baseball to have. That Just showing you how out of touch that, you know, the big story is this unwritten rule. I think, you know, baseball needs to recognize that it's new, that, that there, there are new aspects, that the game has changed from the traditional 
aspect of it, like I was talking about. There's so much more where the physical players are so different than the players of a decade ago. Brandon Crawford can attest to that, like I said. So you need to adjust appropriately because one of the, the things on Tatis Jr., he said he'll, he'll learn to take the pitch. But one thing that really bothered me here was that Christopher Mad Dog Russo, this baseball radio analyst, said he's like an NBA guy playing baseball. And I thought that was a perfect way to describe Tatis Jr. and a great compliment. Russo meant that in a, in a bad way, in the worst way possible, that he's some showboating guy, that you have to do these old rules in doing this. Doing it the old rules is, is, is making baseball die. People want the NBA with the fun, the personality you can do. Ba- basketball is inherently more of a personality-driven sport because you can do so much more with the basketball, with the rock, you know, dribble moves, dunks, shooting. There's so much more personality. Baseball... I mean, that's, I think, one reason why MLB The Show struggles as a video game. It's literally just clicking a button to swing and clicking a button to pitch. That's basically it. And that's basically all you do. Maybe a little fielding, maybe a little base running. But beyond that, the, the core essence there is pitching and hitting. And it's not there's not much to it unless you have a really crazy batting stance or a really crazy pitch, pitch motion, a sidearm submarine guy. It's all basically pretty much the same basic mundane style. So you need to have this energy, this NBA style that the NBA has shown is something that is beneficial for its league and for its sport to grow. And that's where that comes from the bat flip idea, from showing the showboat, from just swinging, having fun with the game. And that's what, you know, Tatis Jr. is bringing a lot to this, to this era of baseball. And it's disappointing now to see the old train of thought of baseball knocking him down and saying, you know, that's bad. You shouldn't have that NBA style. That's what it should be. You should have more of these guys. They're out there swinging as hard as they can to hit grand slams out there. You know, if he doesn't want a guy swinging 3-0, you, know, you don't throw three straight balls in, in that at-bat. Throw a better 3-0 pitch then. You, you can't blame a guy for doing the sport now. Now he's literally being attacked for, sw- for hitting a grand slam. It's not like he grounded into double play or something bad. It's like he hit a grand slam. Don't go down by – don't let the Padres score 10 runs on you in your brand-new stadium the Rangers don't let that happen if you don't want them doing that there's not oh unwritten rules baseball itself has not agreed on what these unwritten rules exactly are and it's it's disappointing now and now to see that this new flair this new color you know this new color of baseball it's fun this NBA style is being you know is not being supported as much as it should be and one thing I'll finish with this topic is is the KBO I've said this on ESPN that the KBO is like traditional baseball, like Major League Baseball, but remixed with a lot of fun in there, that there's so much energy that you have that personality with the bat flips, with the high run scoring, with with the leg kicks in both the pitchers and the hitters, where there's a lot more personality. And this guy, Dan Kurtz, one of the premier KBO English language Twitter accounts online, he tweeted about this yesterday. You know, Major League Baseball, he said this in a more joking way. I'm paraphrasing here, but Major League Baseball, they have the best players on the world. They can, you know, these are the best guys. But yet, you know, don't don't swing 3-0. While in the KBO, little less quality guys. But you could see crazy KBO, KBO madness happen where the LG Twins got up to a 7 to nothing lead against the Kia Tigers in the bottom of the fifth before this craziness ensued where LG ended up losing that lead. Kia took the lead, ended up scoring eight runs against former Baltimore Oreo pitcher Tyler Wilson. And then 
the Twins took that lead back, ended up winning that game. It just that craziness of, of, of making baseball fun, where you have a lead, anything can happen. We don't really see that in baseball. The Rangers, basically what they were saying by, you know, don't don't swing or, you know, not don't do that is like, hey, we're not going to come back. Just, you know, stop kicking us while we're down. And that, uh, that has the assumption that they are down and that they are not going to come back to win. You know, clearly the Padres showed they could put up 10 runs. Why couldn't the Rangers put up another 10 and win that game 13 to 10? Why are they complaining about the 3-0 pitch? That that culture of Major League Baseball, you know, there's something wrong with that. When you when you can prove that baseball can be fun and that there can be a lot more theatrics to it, that would attract young people and, and ensure the survival of the game. So that's where I think I think Tatis could, should continue swinging at those 3-0 pitches. And I think the Rangers are wrong for attacking him and then throwing behind a Machado for that. So that's what I'll say in terms of baseball. We're pretty much out of time now. Quick note with college football. I will say that. I saw UNC shut down their in-person hybrid classes. I can say from personal experience that Penn has also disbanded their hybrid classes. They have not actually had us go back there physically. But UNC had their people, their students there physically. And then parties ensued. 130 people got it. And now they're sending everyone back. So for college football... I, I really, I mean, I just see this more and more evidence that they should need to be doing this bubble. Where I agree with the athletes that saying that, hey, the safer place for them to be is on the campus. And I would agree, but not the campus with these other students. It's just the football bubble. Pick the one SEC school, maybe Alabama, maybe LSU. Have all the football program players and personnel, a, a trimmed back version of the personnel, all in that one location and just keep them there. Have the bubble, make it the NBA style. Just put the money into it, have the commitment, just keep it there and have them sign the liability waiver. I see that as the only way to do it because I like one article I read about that UNC incident is that, you know, these are 18-year-olds away from their parents for the first time. Of course they're going to party and want to get together and do normal college things that they were promised growing up and, and, you know, taking in our society. This is what college is like. So, of course, they're going to do that. So I think you're really going to need that NBA, something really distinct and different in order to really contain people. Because I think the college campuses now are not safe, but they can be if they really want the sports to come through. Because otherwise, I could very much see these Clemson guys, these Oklahoma guys get COVID because they're not doing this. I think, I think Lincoln Riley announced that uh, Brooks Kennedy, Kennedy Brooks, excuse me, their, their star running back, he's opting out because of COVID concerns and they had nine guys I believe too test positive for it and I know some people say COVID's not that bad but we don't know about the long-term health concerns this is this is a pandemic for a reason and I think the only way to do it is really to be super safe about it and have that bubble landscape the NHL and NBA they're proving that that bubble works when you really take the hard strict like no one in no one out we're testing you all the time if you're positive we quarantine you in a hard strict way you know that works, and I think any other sports thing where you have a lot of movement and traveling pieces is going to be a challenge. Yes, Major League Baseball is kind of proving it now. I mean, everyone's kind of forgetting that the Marlins had that outbreak in Philadelphia. Everyone's kind of forgetting that the Cardinals haven't even played 12 games yet, while other teams have more than 12 wins. So, I mean, we'll see how it turns out, but I think the college football bubble, where you have the sports at each university where you have you know, LSU hosts all the football games and you have Alabama hold all the volleyball games or something like that. 
woodwork. I don't think they're going to do that just because they're not super creative. 